So here's the reality. I find myself in the same reality at the beginning of my career, which is the fact that real estate agents ride this roller coaster throughout their entire career. These peaks and these valleys. Sometimes they'll have great months. Sometimes they'll have a couple great months just to find themselves a couple months later back in the valley, finding themselves having to grind it out to get back to where they were. They've got these big months followed by these by these months of no income, no closings, and they constantly do this roller coaster ride throughout their career. And in this conversation, in this episode today, I want to talk about number one, what is the cause? Why is that happening? Why is that the story for most? Number two, I'm going to talk about the value of peaks and value uh, of valleys. And then number three, I want to get into how to have more of those peaks and, of course, less valleys. So if anything in today's video or in the past videos makes any sense and you want to have a conversation about potentially working together and helping you build a successful listing agent business, I'm going to put a link right underneath this video in the description. Feel free to click it. You can schedule some time to have a conversation to learn about our Listing Agent Academy and then decide if getting into a coaching relationship with me right now makes any sense or not. So I'll put a link in the description for those that are interested. So let's get into today's conversation. So I'm reading a book right now by Dr. Spencer Johnson. He is the author who wrote the very, very popular book, which I'm sure you've heard of, which is Who Moved My Cheese? And the book that I'm reading is called Peaks and Valleys. And as I'm reading this book, He's talking about all these different situations or scenarios that people get themselves into both in life and in business. And I thought to myself, wow, this book isn't necessarily for real estate agents. However, it's exactly what we all deal with most of the time. And it's what I said at the beginning of the episode in that if you talk to most real estate agents, they will tell you the exact same thing that they have months of high, high income followed by months of no closings, and then they have to grind it out to build up their pipeline once again. So first, the thing I thought that was so interesting when I was going through this book, there's so many things that relate to our business. And I want to talk about the cause of maybe why this continues to happen for people. And the idea or the main thought that I want to talk about in today's episode is that our behavior reflects that of our lowest standards, not our highest ambitions. And I don't know if if I pick that up along the way or if, if I don't want to take the credit for it, but it is so true, that we operate, that we behave based on what the minimum standard is, the lowest standard, not to our highest ambition. Everybody has high ambition. Everybody has goals that they are excited to talk about, that they are excited to tell people about. 
Everybody has that. There is not a lack of ambition in our industry of real estate sales. However, it's extremely rare based on the statistics. Don't take offense to it. It's just that the statistics would say something completely differently. The statistics would say that the vast majority of the real estate agent population aren't accomplishing those goals that they have, that quite the opposite is true based on our behaviors, our actions align most with our lowest standards. So let me give you an example of this. Let's pretend a real estate agent lives in this comfort zone of $7,000 a month. That's the lifestyle that they have created for themselves over the past 15 years, call it. And they're used to that lifestyle living on $7,000 a month and having about $2,000 in their bank account at any time. This is what we call their comfort zone. I talk a lot about this fact with the agents that I coach, and I give the analogy of the thermostat. And then I'll come back to this real estate agent story, I promise. So I want you to think about operating at our lowest standard, not our highest ambitions. There's, there's two really good analogies. One is that if we look at our hygiene standards, most of us, right? There's probably some of you that, uh, that don't, but most of us, come hell or high water, doesn't matter if you're sick or if you feel great, most of us will get up and brush our teeth in the morning, hopefully. Most of us will clean up after ourselves after we go to the bathroom, hopefully. Most of us probably get up and make our bed. Most of us have a nightly routine where we're brushing our teeth, flossing our teeth. Maybe you're taking a hot shower. Th these are all what we call standards, that these are things that you do on a daily basis no matter what. Well, if we look at that same idea in, in, our, in our behavior throughout the day, the greatest analogy that I think about all the time, that I talk about all the time, is the thermostat, meaning this. If at your home, you keep your thermostat, I call it 68 degrees, and to you, that is comfortable. Well, what would, how do we, what would have to happen rather for you to take any action, for you to change anything? Well, one of two things would occur. One would be, and, and this is the greatest analogy for this peaks and valleys thing. If you are comfortable at 68 degrees and in your home, for whatever reason, it starts to get down to 65, 64, 63. You start to say, hmm, it's cold in here. You're saying, I don't feel comfortable anymore. Only at that point of that valley, of that low point, do you do anything about it? Do you get off your rear end, go to the thermostat, and adjust the thermostat? to get back to literally your comfort zone. That probably makes sense. Let's look at that same idea 
in the real estate business. So going back to our story, we'll call this person Bob, of course. Bob, his comfort zone, his thermostat, his lifestyle, he's used to earning $7,000 a month and having about $2,000 in his bank account. Well, when Bob has a great month and he earns $20,000 in one month, that's his peak. Oftentimes, Bob stops doing the things that got him that $20,000 month. He starts to relax. Complacency starts to set in. Why? Well, because his comfort zone is 7000 When we talk about comfort zone, I mean, this is him feet up, beer in hand, watching Netflix. So certainly, and this is what Dr. Spencer Johnson talks about in the book, when we start to get results that are that exceed that standard oftentimes comes complacency and this is exactly what we see in real estate agents will work their rear ends off have an amazing 90 days knowing that it takes 90 days to build a pipeline this is a 90 day cycle business as we all know they'll start to get crazy amounts of success and then Stop doing the thing that got them that success. And it's not until Bob sits on his rear end for a few months because he had that $20,000 check. I'm rich now. Not used to having $10,000 in the bank account. I'm only used to having two, so I'm good. Let me just relax. Complacency starts to set in. It's not until Bob wakes up in 90 days where his bank account falls below 2000 there's no more income coming in, that he starts to panic, this is his valley, that he starts to work again. And he builds it all back up. This is the cycle that most real estate agents live on. So before we start to get into some tactics and, and strategies to perhaps limit the amount of valleys and increase the amount of peaks, there are there is value in these peaks and valleys. When we talk about the the highs or the peaks, I mean these are these are great times. But they're the value if you're paying attention, and I hope that you will as a result of watching this video or listening to this on the podcast, that during great times that you don't take them for granted that you have that you you ha you show some gratitude towards what it is that you've accomplished that's number 1 and then number 2 you reflect on what it was that caused the good times and then when we look at the valley uh the valleys this is when we learn i know valleys you might be in a valley right now you might be in an immense amount of pain as you're watching or listening to today's episode. But this is where you have an opportunity to learn. There's not a lot of learning in winning. Most of the learning happens when we lose, when we make a mistake, when things don't go right, after you can get past the emotional pain 
that that loss maybe caused you, if you have a growth mindset, you can look back on the loss and say, okay, this isn't the way I wanted it to go. However, there are some opportunities here for me to learn. And so high times, I'm going to reflect. I'm going to show gratitude. I'm going to be maybe gratefully unsatisfied. I'm going to keep pushing forward because I like the way that it feels when I'm on top. And then during the valleys, and we will all have them, what is it that we can learn from them? So now let's move on and talk about how do we have more of those peaks and less of the valleys? We have to raise our standards. Yeah, great, Brandon. What does that mean, my friend? This is what it means. In order to raise our standards, we must create a deeper meaning or why for our work. Now, before you say, oh, okay, now you lost me, Brandon. I don't, you know, now you're talking about, you know, finding your why and and all the foo-foo stuff. No, this is super, super important. And those that dismiss this won't ever, they won't be able to raise their standard. They won't be able to unlock different levels of potential. They'll live in this world of comfort. And it's like the pain-pleasure pendulum that Darren Hardy talks about. They only put themselves in a little bit of pain. And that pendulum, as a result, can only swing back on the side of pleasure at an equal amount. A little bit of pain, a little bit of pleasure. And they live right here. It's only those that can push themselves into massive amounts of pain that they re, that they experience the same level of success on the other side. Why? Because they've created a world that has more meaning for their work. What is it that I actually mean? Practically speaking, I'm talking about something that Viktor Frankl talks about in his book, Man's Search for Meaning. In a, an incredibly powerful book, he talks about what it was like going through the concentration camps. And there's a great quote in that book. And, and he says this, I put this uh, spin on it for our business, but I, it, it goes like this. A real estate agent that has a clear why can bear almost any how. And the how being the tactics, the strategies, the work ethic, all the, the, the hard things, the difficult things that both you and I don't like to do, it's just top performers do them anyways. How is it then? What is wrong with us? Why can't we do the hard things like the top producers are doing? What, what, is, what is so special about them that, what, what gives them that superpower that allows them to have 40, 50 conversations a day when I can barely prospect ever? Why is that the case? They have increased, they've raised their standards. And they've done that by creating a new or a deeper meaning for their work. And here's how you do it. There's really three different ways. One, you can upgrade your lifestyle. You can look at your existing lifestyle now, the house in which you live, the area where you live, the type of car you drive, 
the 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 type of clothes you wear, where your kids go to school, the vacations you take, the savings you have, all of these things you can examine and say, I'm going to upgrade my lifestyle. Because here's what I know. If your lifestyle is built around a $7,000 monthly income, and that's all you need to be comfortable, humans are going to take the path of least resistance. So it's going to be very difficult for you to do the things necessarily necessary to generate a larger income because you'll ask yourself, why? Why would I do that? And do you see the connection? If you don't have the answer to that why, you simply won't do it, myself included. So unless we have a deeper meaning or a deeper why as to why we're going to put ourselves in this much pain, there has to be a reward. Maybe that reward is upgrading your lifestyle, buying the house of your dreams, upgrading your vehicles, upgrading your wardrobe. Now you're putting yourself in a position where it's no longer a choice. Now is it? Because we're not talking about some meaningless why I want to be the number one agent in my market. That is not what we're talking about. That type of meaning has no substance whatsoever. And we know this because the first time I ask you to stretch yourself and go from 25 conversations a day during prospecting to go to 50 conversations, you might get excited for a week. I see this all the time with agents that I coach. Yep, I, I'm doing 50 contacts a day. And it, and it there's not a, but a week that goes by, we're like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm over the 50 contacts a day, right? Because the meaning that we put towards the work isn't deep enough. The second thing that you may do that will bring perhaps some more meaning to the work that you do is something for someone else. That the work and the results and the success that you create benefits someone else. As an example, maybe you retire your parents. Maybe you retire your spouse. That's what I did. My wife's goal was to be in a position where she didn't have to work. She could focus her time, energy, effort with our kids. That's what she wanted to do. By the time she was 40, she didn't want to work any longer. That was part of my why. And then lastly, putting yourself in a position to perform. So we talked about upgrading lifestyle, doing things for other people, forcing yourself to be in a position to generate results that your old self perhaps would be uncommon. Where, the, where Bob, who's used to making $7,000 a month, super comfortable with that, he goes, he, he puts his head down he does the hard work. He finds new meaning in the work that he has for, for the reasons that are important to him, not to me, not to anybody else, not for social media, but he's got a deep-rooted meaning as to why he is going to do more. Because otherwise, without finding that, he simply won't do more. And then I'll leave you with this. 
It isn't about doing more for the sake of doing more. What we're talking about in today's video is sometimes you probably are at a place that you're happy with, which is fine. And if that is the case, beautiful. What we're talking about in today's video is something different, is that we're trying to negate this up and down roller coaster ride of not only income, but of emotions. And we're doing that by raising our standards. Just like we do with our hygiene, we're trying to take that same concept that says, come hell or high water, no matter what, I prospect every day. And not only do I, uh, do I prospect every day, but I don't stop prospecting until I have 25, 35, 45, 50 conversations a day. And I do that because of this. This is why I fight. Your job as a result of this video is to find out what are you fighting for?